0: Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon.
1: We've been married for 16 years. We have four kids. We're so glad you're here with us. This podcast, we typically ask each other three questions What's something that's brought you joy this week? What's something that's been hard this week? That's always a tough one. And what's something that's on the forefront of your mind?
0: So this is your chance to eavesdrop in on our weekly marriage check-in.
1: So why don't you start us off this week? What's something that's brought you joy this week?
0: You sent me a text message this afternoon, Adam, and I was so excited. You were like, I've got a scheduling question for you. Um, Are we free on Friday morning to record an interview with Rebecca St. James? (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. I said it
1: didn't matter if I had plans, I would cancel them. Like,
0: if I'm not free, I will be free. I am super excited. So, spoiler alert we are interviewing Rebecca St. James for our podcast.
1: Now, she was uh, really big into the Christian music scene in what was it, the late 90s, early 2000s, all the way through the 2000s. Yeah,
0: so those teen years for me were really marked by her music. I mean, Mm -hmm. do you remember there were some artists when you were a teen that really spoke into your life and kind of shaped... Honestly, a lot of my theology and my thinking and my culture, even Mm. among my friend groups. Wow. I'm so thankful for Rebecca St. James, the ministry that she's had. But I remember seeing her on stage at Sunshine Music Festival, you know, out in the heat (laughs) of July and just waiting all day In this massive crowd of people so I could have a great spot to see Mm. Rebecca and St. James. And such a big part of her ministry at that Mm -hmm. point, you know, I was a young teen girl. And that's, I would say, uh, from my perspective as a teen girl, not knowing anything at that Mm -hmm. time, is that that was probably her primary audience, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. And at that time, such a big part of her message... And what she shared through her music, but also in between songs, mm. was this hope of purity and saving yourself from marriage. And she was such a good role model mm. for young teen girls. And now she's married. Yep. Yeah she's got some kids i believe she has two children now and she's pregnant with yep. her third mm-hmm. so things have changed in her life and so i just remember looking up to her as a teen and thinking show me you know show me how to do this mm-hmm. and and now as an adult you know it's so great to have her as a guest, and we can ask her, you know, what are your three things for marriage? And so to get her input and her advice, and to to be able to glean from her wisdom, even now, I am I am just as giddy as I was when I was, you know, fourteen years old <laughs> out in that sunshine, waiting for that concert. Oh, oh, was, I'm glad.
1: This yeah, is, this is really exciting. By the way, if you're familiar with the band for King and Country, those are her little brothers. Mm-hmm. So. Very exciting! So that's going to be a really fun podcast next week. I think this is going to be a fun podcast this week. Thanks for oh
0: yeah, sharing yeah about that. I was just I'm I'm so excited. Like I, can I cannot tell. wait, cannot wait. So <laughs> that really is like the highlight of my week when I got that <laughs> message from you. It's Good. like yes. I am free on Friday, <laughs> so. Awesome. How about you? What's something that brought you joy this week?
1: Oh, it was Father's Day on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. was such a fun Father's Day weekend. You you did a great job pulling off a fun. Like I felt so honored. Mm-hmm. Uh, we um we did make a trip to the comic shop. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, threw around the football a little bit. That was great. We uh, sat down as a family to play my favorite board game right now. What do you mean, family edition? Mm-hmm. And then you snuck off to Aldi, and then you brought back, well, Aldi, like Everything. all all of it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: anything you can buy at
1: Aldi, I brought it back. <laughs> the fancy cheeses, the fancy brats, the you know, it just, it just so we had such a fun like freestyle supper where you could just grab from anything. It was. It was a lot of fun, babe.
0: Freestyle supper, I like. That.
1: It was, you know, everything on a platter. Just take what you want. It was great.
0: There's probably a really beautiful French word for that, but we can just right. call it freestyle.
1: <laughs> we were all out of charcuterie boards. Charcuterie. Right.
0: <laughs> I don't even know if that's French. I don't either. <laughs> oh my goodness oh. remember when we were in germany and we ordered that
1: um... oh yeah our goal because we didn't know german very well but we we were at an authentic german restaurant in germany let's order the most german thing we can find
0: mm-hmm. so we ordered the flamen torten
1: that sounds german
0: right but it was a pizza <laughs>
1: not only that, it was a French pizza. It was a
0: French-style pizza. (laughs) It wasn't German at all. It was delicious. It was. So, you know, freestyle, Father's Day, (laughs) charcuterie, charcuterie, whatever.
1: Whatever. It (laughs) was awesome. It was a lot of fun, and I felt honored. Good. Mm. All right. Transitioning into the next question. What's something that's been hard for you this week?
0: (laughs) Well, I am... Really glad that you enjoyed Father's Day because planning Father's Day for you this year was really hard. Was it? Oh, man. Really? So I ordered you a nice gift, and 99.999% of all packages that are delivered are delivered at a time when you're not home. Right.
1: Usually when I'm at work or whatever, yeah.
0: This package for Father's Day just happened to be (laughs) delivered when you were home. And you answered the door and you're like, oh, look at this. It's a whole box of Nespresso coffee pods. (laughs) And you were super excited. And I was like, yeah. That was for Father's Day? That was your (laughs) gift. You know? Oops. Let me quick come up with something else, um, and so I don't know. It was just I tried to come up with different plans. You know, you had been talking about this new arcade that you wanted to go to, mm-hmm. so I was like, "Well, let that's, thats perfect for Father's Day. We'll take yep. the whole family to the arcade." Yeah, except it's no. a barcade.
1: We got turned away,
0: and most of us aren't twenty-one, and so they're like, uh, "You can't have kids in here." Okay, that's also out the window. (laughs) So um, I'm really glad that you enjoyed Father's Day. One of my favorite faux pas of the Father's Day this year. (laughs) Yeah. We decided that we would share these nice little, um, they're Justin's brand. So they look like Reese's. They look like, like a Reese's peanut butter cup.
1: Oh, yeah, the organic ones. Right. Yeah.
0: But they weren't filled with peanut butter. They were filled with coffee. And so novelty is huge in our house. And so is coffee. So like anything coffee, we love. Anything new that we haven't tried before, we love that. Yep, so like totally. okay. A new thing that involves coffee doing it. And mm-hmm. you know, you have a, a nice place in your heart for the Reese's cups, right? I do, yeah. So we bought these cups of coffee. And we bit into them, you and I. Thinking they would be
1: coffee flavored, not actually filled with coffee, right?
0: Like you bite into a Reese's, and it's nothing happens to you. This was like you bit into the ocean, and you were like (laughs) instantly covered in—I don't—coffee slime, like head (laughs) to toe. I have never been that messy in my life, and it was like. I couldn't get it off. I ran to, because we were out in public, because we had gone to this nice park to play with your football, you know, um, which turned out to be the consolation Father's Day presents, a new football.
1: Had a good time.
0: Um, So I'm like running into this restroom trying to get this coffee goo off of my pants, and it's like impossible. Oh, no. So anyway.
1: What a memorable (laughs) Father's Day. That stain will always help us remember what a great time we had.
0: I'm so glad that you had a great time. (laughs) So what's been hard for you this week?
1: Oh, we have a company-wide health challenge at work. It's optional, totally optional. So they keep sending these challenges, daily challenges and then weekly challenges. And if you complete all of them for a week, you're entered into a drawing for a $15 Amazon gift card. Oh, man, I am all in here. Let's do this, okay? (laughs) So the weekly challenge this week Mm-hmm. is find three vegetables that you haven't had in a while or maybe never have had and eat them. Mm-hmm. Find a way and find a good recipe and, and just have those three vegetables. Sure, great. Okay, we can do this, because we eat a lot of vegetables, right? Yeah,
0: and we're high novelty, so if we haven't eaten in a while, let's do it.
1: (laughs) Right, totally. I've never heard of that. I'll eat it. (laughs) Sounds French. Sounds German.
0: Freestyle dinner, veggie style.
1: So this is where where the hard comes in. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, homeschool family here and we've gone through with our children the actual definitions of what makes a fruit a fruit and a vegetable a vegetable. Right. So, I'm thinking about all these vegetables that I've eaten in the past week. Okay, mm-hmm. hey, we made homemade jalapeno poppers last night. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh oh wait. Jalapeno is actually a fruit.
0: Not a vegetable.
1: Not a vegetable. We had uh, we had eggplant quinoa the other night. That was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Eggplant no. Eggplant is a fruit. Right. What about the mm-hmm. zucchini fruit, cucumber fruit?
0: That's that's rough. <laughs> yeah, you are failing. I don't. The health challenge. What about this gift card? Come
1: on. Hmm. So I, I told him, hey, I've been eating carrots and salads, the usual. I've been eating the usual. I've eaten these other things. They're fruits. Fight me on it. I want my gift card. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> I don't. All know. the vegetables are already <laughs> implemented in my diet. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I don't know if that's acceptable.
0: (laughs) Are you failing or just like the ultimate winner of this challenge?
1: I don't know, but it's hard. Okay.
0: (laughs) You open our fridge door right now. It is just full of produce and vegetables. Right. All the colors.
1: Yeah, but mostly fruit. Mm. (laughs) Right. That's true. Mm. Okay. Next question is, what's something that's on the forefront of your mind?
0: I've been talking a lot about marriage this week with some friends, and I think in any marriage there's going to be a point, where maybe several points, where you're going to come to a place where your emotions aren't living up to the covenant that you've made with each other. So the covenant is still there. You know, I'm, I'm still committed to you. I've made these promises to you, but... I'm not feeling it, you know, maybe, Mm. maybe it's a season of disagreement or argument or hurt, you know, whatever, whatever it is, or just weariness, you know, even those covenant promises that you make, you know, for sickness and health and uh, for rich or for poor, all those things, they can get exhausting
1: Mm.
0: after a while. And you're like, I am, I just spent right And so I remember a a night when you and I had been arguing and I was at that place where our covenant was still there. You know, it's still intact. And I could make the choice to live the rest of my life fulfilling that covenant, you know, legally Mm. and, and being your wife and being committed to you. But I wouldn't be doing it joyfully. So I guess what I'm questioning this week is, what does it take to have a joyful covenant with with your spouse? Because it's sort of like what we talked about on the podcast on a previous episode, that fake it till you make it idea, right? Like right. I could fake. a a marriage the rest of my life and certainly i think there are people who do you know where where you're legally bound you're you're fulfilling that covenant but you're not enjoying your marriage and 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 that's not what i want i want yes i want to keep my covenant to you but i want to enjoy our marriage Hmm. I want more than just like, well, I guess we're stuck here forever. You know, (laughs) that's not what I want. I want to enjoy that. And, 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 and trust that it's good and it's strong and know that you're going to be there for me and and I so appreciate that. And when I know that that covenant is strong and it's been proven over, you know, all these years and and through your reminders to me like I'm I'm being faithful to you and you know, I'm on your team. All those things that you do just drive that fear out of me and and I don't need to question is he going to leave me? Or, mm. you know, is there somebody else? Or how far can I go before he's like, that's it, you did it again, or whatever. Mm. I've, I've seen that our covenant is strong. And I love that. So when we have a strong covenant, that we've seen stand firm, through mm. hard things, through mm. reminders. Through just like years of living life together. It sort of casts out these fears. And then I think you can just take all that energy and move it to joy. And mm-hmm. just be like, I delight in you. I, I want to put that energy into like, how can we grow together? How can we enjoy one another more? How can we cultivate friendship and and fun in life together.
1: But it takes that solid commitment and covenant.
0: It does. It does. Because if you're unsure, or if I'm unsure, I'm constantly questioning. Like,
1: yeah.
0: um, how long is this going to last? How good is this going to be? Well, if we've just determined it's going to last and it is going to be good. Hmm. That's that's awesome. Like, that's what I want. That is what I want. And then I can just like do the things that work to make it even better. Um, you know, like, for example, one thing I had been thinking about this week in our, our marriage, our covenant, our, you know, rhythm of life together, I wasn't questioning how firm is this marriage, but I'm wondering, you know, are there things that we can improve? And right now we're in this season where I'm taking on these seminary classes. And so I'm doing Mm -hmm. more reading. And the schedule that I sort of picked up was really the opposite of your schedule. And so you wake up early and I was just staying up late to get my reading done. Right. And so I decided, you know what? Not that it's bad. Not that it's wrong. But would it be better to flip that and and get my schedule on with your schedule. So like wake up earlier and go to bed earlier. You know, <laughs> it's it just as a simple, a simple example, but making those tweaks, doing it out of joy. I don't know. I'm hopeful. Maybe this will make my marriage better. You know, maybe this will get me more on the same page with my husband. And if it does, then it's totally worth it. Hmm. And if it doesn't, then I'll sleep in and go to bed late. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you are by nature a night owl. So, I am. Uh, yeah, I, am. I do see the sacrifice in you doing that, and I appreciate that. No, I think this is. I think this is really good. Uh, I don't want you to feel like you're simply stuck with me. No. At the same time, you're stuck with me, so let's make the most of it.
0: It's. I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's like the beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That's the beautiful truth. I'm stuck with you, but I'm stuck with you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy to be stuck with you, babe.
0: So what's been on the forefront of your mind this week?
1: So I took Friday morning off of work, Mm -hmm. and here's why. There's this team of legendary broadcasters, Chuck and John. I'm in radio, by the way, so I get giddy about this sort of thing. (laughs) Actually, I had the privilege of working with Chuck and John for a short stint. It was awesome. Yeah, on
0: their morning show?
1: Yeah, yeah, in the the Twin Cities, and, and my mom... Back in the mid-70s, when she was driving her red convertible to high school, she would listen to Chuck Knapp. Uh-huh. And then here I was, you know, years later, working with Chuck and John for their morning show, and I learned so much from these two. But how to do radio with excellence, how to have fun while doing it, and learn so many moral lessons from John specifically, just in in relationship and with doing the right thing. Like, I learned so much from these mentors of mine, Mm -hmm. and they are just legends and I would say heroes of mine in radio. Yeah. And they had announced that, because Chuck has been retired for a number of years now, John is doing some other things in radio, and they had announced that Summer Surprise, they're coming back, reuniting the team for one show only.
0: Oh, man. That's awesome. I didn't
1: want to miss it. No. So I actually, I I still woke up early. I took the morning off of uh, doing my show so I could sit in my office and listen to their show from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. (laughs) It was so good. It was so good. It was enjoyable. It was fun. It brought back all sorts of fun memories and to hear radio done with such excellence was a joy. Sure. And sure. inspiring. And then I was thinking about how good it is to have heroes. Mm. To have people of character and skill who are worth people who are worth emulating. Mm-hmm. And the great irony is You know, one of my heroes is Theodore Roosevelt.
0: Sure. Yep.
1: And he often would preach the importance of having heroes and role models. You know, he was always talking about how he wanted to be a president like Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, they are my heroes, and I want to be a president like them. Mm -hmm. I want to be like them.
0: Yeah, he's got pictures of them in his home study.
1: He does and then he became a hero worth emulating. Mm-hmm. He did. So I think it's super important to teach your kids, especially your young boys, but you know, all your kids have role models, have heroes. Imitate these these heroes and don't lose that when you become an adult. Mm-hmm. Keep striving to be like these heroes. Know that they're flawed, they're people, of course. But there's a lot of there's really something to be said about being inspired by great men and women, mm-hmm. whether that's great presidents, <laughs> always heroes, always. heroes of the faith, uh, heroes in your career, mm-hmm. people worth emulating, and uh, and strive strive to be that. So that's what I've been thinking about. Sure. Well, this is Forefront with Adam and Christina Hannon, and be sure to check back next week because...
0: Rebecca St. James! It's going to be fun. It's going
1: to be awesome.